All right, guys, welcome back to episode number two. This is with one of my good friends now. We've become really close. He just opened his business across the street. It's a Brazilian bar and coffee shop, and he is one of the coolest, coolest guys you could ever think to meet. He uh, traveled the world as a musician, playing with Chanel Monet and tons of other famous people. He's a Grammy-nominated producer, um, just been recently nominated for a few this year. And he's jumped into the business world and opened his first Brazilian bar and coffee shop called Buteco. It's becoming already known as one of the hottest bars in Atlanta. And um, we meet today and he'd literally just come back from Japan. He was there for the weekend playing um, a show on stage. And he'd been working 20 hours a day opening his restaurant. So he is exhausted, but still just dropped so many pearls of wisdom about music, life, business, family, the whole thing. Enjoy. Yeah, so we were talking about before, the reason that we're doing this is to try and help other business owners that are kind of, or people with a goal or a dream that are kind of in that same situation where they're like ready to take that step, mm-hmm. but maybe they're not sure if they can do it. Or maybe they have just one or two things holding them back. Or, you know, they're just unsure if they can pull it off even, right? Because for me, in my life, the most important thing that I had, and I assume you're the same from hanging out with you, is just that like, I had a dream that pushed me to be better all the time. From as, as far back as I can remember, the first time I went to a professional soccer game in England, I, from that moment on, I was a professional athlete. Right. And just having that mindset of whatever sport I took on next was like, I'm gonna be a professional, I'm gonna be paid to do this. People are gonna look up to me as an athlete and this Mm -hmm. is what I'm gonna do. And the goal eventually became go to America, go to the NBA and make millions of dollars, be on TV. That's, you know what I mean? That was a dream and five foot nine, being from England, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, no one would say that's a logical thing to even aim for. got, Got laughed at. You know, most people, I was too busy working to get there that I even knew people were laughing about it. But there was, you're aware of how people think about your goals and your dreams, right? right? Especially people that don't have them. Kind of like, especially in England too, it's like, who do you think you are? Why do you think you can go and do that? Right. So for you to have done what you've done in your life, there had to be an underlying dream there, right? Oh, yeah. You started off working with your dad. Yep. And then, and then I stopped completely, and because music took over my life for yeah. 20 years, and it still does. And it was kind of a similar story of yours. Like you run into people that are, you know, when you when you're young, you care about what people think about you and all that, and you run into people that think you can't do that or you can't do this and blah blah blah. And and I'm gonna say, I said, I'm gonna play with this guy. I'm gonna play with that guy. And people laugh at you, mm-hmm. and then you end up playing with those people, you know. Yeah. And uh, and then it got to a point that I didn't care anymore about any of the glamorous life or any of the thing, but just the music. Okay. And then I started paying attention to the mu- actual music that I was playing. It was maybe 20% of the rest of the work that I was doing. So part of opening this business is also to continue music in a in a more pure way when I can pick and choose the things I want to do. Yeah. And the other part of the dream is that owning a coffee shop and owning a bar was always a thing that I had in mind. It was just 
you know, before I was focused in music and then when I realized that it was time to change, I put my foot down and I said, let's do this. Yeah. And so what was, what was the original dream for you music wise? What did you want to be? Like, was it where you ended up or was it much bigger than that first? Much big, it ended up being much bigger than I thought it would be. Do you think you would have got to where you were if you didn't have that in mind or like no. it didn't happen by accident? It wasn't, I mean, I think, I believe in one thing that's like, luck exists, but you have to be ready to accept it when, when the opportunity comes. Yeah. You can't just wait around. So yes, there's luck on everybody's side. You know, there's luck that we've met. Right. There's, there's moments that, but you seize that opportunity, you need to be ready for it. You always need to be prepared for, for a better opportunity or for a bigger opportunity. And I think there's some parallel between like the sport that I was playing was as much as it's a team sport, it's very individual. Mm -hmm. So like your mm -hmm. skills are, there's five people on a team, your mm -hmm. skills have to be the right skills to fit into that yeah, team. Exactly. With you with drums, it was percussion. It was your skills have to be at this point to then fit into the bigger band, right? Yeah, and then you also have to meet the right people and this guy actually talks about you to this guy and that guy had to call that person for you to get that gig, you know, and it's yeah. like, this uh, snowball effect, you know, and you start working and you get the calls and you do the gigs and, you know, I've done, dude, I am so lucky. I'd say that I was lucky in certain points, but I don't, I don't believe that that was the only thing. That There's no way somebody's just lucky and gets done. And how hard you know? did you have to work to yeah. get to that level? Like, as hard as I'm working right now here, mm -hmm. just, I, I mean, yeah. And it was just you and the instrument? Me day. and the instrument, me in the studio, me on the road, me practicing, me rehearsing, me learning a song, me in school, learning how to read music, me driving three hours for a gig that didn't pay, me doing this, yeah. just 16 hours a day yeah. for 20 years. And that's I mean, the thing that, you know, like, without that knowing that this is where I'm going to be one day. It, it doesn't just happen, right? Like, you, you can't just... Because, I mean, for me, it was 16 years old, sneaking into school before mm -hmm. the cleaner got there. Mm -hmm. Because I knew they left the gym door open. The PE teacher's saying, you can't come in because we're not insured. You know what yeah. I mean? But me finding a way in no matter what, then by the time the teachers get to school, it's too late because I'm in there working out. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and other people, outside, I'm outside in the rain for hours shooting right. basketball because... I don't have an indoor court, so right. that's my only option. And the whole time you're imagining yourself on that stage, right? The whole time I'm imagining myself playing in the NBA. Yeah, you have And to. nothing in my mind told me that I wasn't going to go there. You know, it was like, right. at 18, I'm going to America. And people were like, how? Well, how's it going to happen? You know what I mean? And for you, it was like, I'm going to be on stage with these people. And now you look back and you've done, like, Saturday Night Live. Mm. You know what I mean? Things like that, like... Yeah, I mean... I don't know, man. It's just. Uh, I think you, there's a there's a thing about that my dad said to me a, a while. I mean, 20 years ago, it's like you dream with your you dream your heads are in the cloud, but your feet are on the floor, mm -hmm. on the ground. You need to be grounded at all times, but you cannot stop going up. Yep. It, it doesn't matter what is up to you. It's just if it's just doing up bigger one getting a better job or not getting a better job just staying where you are but going up here so you're 
happy about yourself and you have something to look for. I mean, happiness is you looking for something different, right? And, yeah. and changing yourself. When you're just coasting in life, it's life sucks. I mean, we've been to that moment where you're doing, you coasting at some job or some girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, whatever, that you're not happy. Yeah. So it, need, it needs to be a constant change for you to be happy. It's the, it's the journey, right? Well, and that's the, that's the reality of the situation. It's like when you said you've got to be dreaming, but your feet are on the ground. I don't know if you run into this now with this place, but with the gym and with everything that I've done before, like I, I started a basketball academy and people used to come and say like, must be great to run that basketball academy. No, you know not. what I mean? And it was 18 hours a day trying to get these, doing everything for no appreciation. You know what I mean? And then the gym on top of that, people are like, must be great to have a gym. Like, that's mm -hmm. oh, my dream. People will say to you all the time, it's my dream to have a bar mm -hmm. and a coffee shop. Mm -hmm. Go do it. But the point is the execution of it, right? Like, it was a dream to go to the NBA, but then I had to put in 10 hours a day on the court, mm -hmm. on my own, in the rain, on the, like, and it's the same for you. It's like, do you think without that, you could have opened this business? You could have no, even no. thought about it. No way, it. no way. You gotta execute. Yeah. You gotta go in and do it. Yeah. And I mean, it, you gotta be a little, you know you gotta be a little crazy to do that, man. Yeah. Like, you can't, you can't, you gotta go above and 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 look, you know, a couple of years in front of you, yeah. you know, and and take chances and put everything you got to, to make it happen. I don't think, I don't quite think people understand when they say things like that to you when you have a business. And like when they say things like that to you when you achieve what you achieved as a musician, how disrespectful it is when they say stuff like, it must be nice or like, I, I wish I could be, you lucky to be How did you there. get that gig? Yeah. How and did then, you get I don't to think they place? understand it. Because it's like, I, I look at it as the equivalent. I don't think people even, like me saying, I had the idea for the iPhone. Right. Yeah. Like, right. Sure. So what? You, you didn't make an iPhone. You didn't have the technology. You didn't even, oh, I had an idea for an iPhone before they created it. Right. I thought, it'd be, wouldn't it be great to have a computer on your phone? Yeah. That's not the difficult part. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. That's, that's not, not the hard bit. No. It must be great to have gone and played with NBA players. It must be great to have to have right. a gym where you, you own the place. And you're like, no, it's a lot of fucking work. Right. But yeah. I don't know any other way. You know what I mean? Right. So like, it's yeah, it's easy for people to say that. I mean, it's easy for them to say that. And you, mm -hmm. I mean, it's not. You know, I don't even. I mean, it doesn't even cross my mind. It's just like, yeah, no, some some people don't want don't want to do that. I have a good friend of mine that came in here. He's like, dude, congratulations. Yeah. I've always wanted to do this, but I'm not cut out for this. Mm. And that was the first time I was like, man, thanks for saying that. Yeah. Like he realizes the amount of work it takes and he knows, you yeah. know, although he didn't go through, at least he has an idea how much work it is to do. And so why, why, why can you take that? Like what, why are we built for that? What is know, it that, man. why do we want that pressure? Why do we want that pressure? Yeah. Oh man. I just like there's that's a good question. Why do we like that pressure? I think is first of all I love I think people that like that doing something better for yourself and 
foreseeing the future. You mm-hmm. know, it got to a point in the music business that I saw what it could be done, and I have a kid and I have a wife, and I was like, 20 years from now, we're not gonna be good. You know, that's yeah. one thing. But it's not fin- it's not the financial aspect of it. It's the actual experience that I want to show to my son of what we went through together because yeah I've done the music stuff yeah. that's already I've done it I could do it again mm-hmm. I can continue to do it and it's awesome and I'm yeah. gonna continue to love and play music forever it's not gonna change that I open this place mm-hmm. and but but telling him 20 years from now that he could possibly be a manager here and teach him how to be responsible through this the same way my dad did uh, it's I mean that's what I want to do for him you know I think it's about that more than about the money or about anything but the experience that you can do different things in life as long as you do it with passion with love and you you, you apply yourself for it and yeah. I want him to be hardworking and honest you know and so this is part for part mostly for him and did you yeah. always were you always because you're a very friendly person you have a lot of a lot of people around you do you have a lot of close friends or did you always feel like you were a little bit different like you had to go and do this or you were too busy or you were I have a lot of friends and don't have time for them right now Mm -hmm. you know but yes when have you ever had time for them yeah you're right okay you're right because it's kind of like you have a lot of connections right Mm -hmm. but not necessarily many close friendships that like people hang out a lot but when yeah. you've got this drive and this passion to go and do certain things. You have to manage your time, man. You can't yeah. just hang out all day with somebody. Not that I don't want to. Right. Shit, and I would love to. To spend a day with my friends, go out hiking or whatever. Mm-hmm. Don't got time. I don't have time for that. Yeah. I just don't. But does it, is there a certain part of you that kind of accepts that? Yeah, of course. Because I think I'm the same. Like, this is the path I'm choosing. No, and they, and they understand yeah. if they're my friend. And they do understand. Yeah, right. they, they come in here, they know... It's like, I know we got to record that record. There's three, four records in the studio to be done. Mm-hmm. They know that I'm busy. They're like, just, just get through the first three months and then let's find a couple of days and finish it. Yeah. Those are my friends. Yeah. You know, they get that this is important. They so get your friends are the people around you that drive you to be better. You oh, don't yeah. have time to be around someone that's not no. going that way or no, not. That's, no, you shouldn't have time for, to do that anyway. I mean, yeah. even if you had the time to spend... With somebody that doesn't have your interest at best, that's not friendship, right? Friendship is when you respect and support the other. Yeah. If you, even if it's your wife or your girlfriend, friendship comes from that, right? You yeah. need to be helping Making each, each other. other yes. Yeah. And I mean, if if, it, if your friend is not doing that for you and they don't they understand that and get upset at you, they're not your friend. But that, I, in a way though, that kind of makes it hard to find people. To be friends, yeah, right. I because mean, I count my friends in one hand, right? Yeah, and it's and because you do things with so much passion, driven that way, when people you you are that passionate in your friendships, you're that passionate in your marriage, you that pa- you can't like I can't be an athlete like this over here and a businessman here, and then I half go in on a relationship. I'm no. all in in every situation. Oh, yeah. I'm all in on a friendship. You know what I mean? And it's like... Yeah, you have to devote yourself for that, man. You're right. I mean, it's important to keep, you know, we were talking about self-care. You know, it's important to keep yourself okay so you can, you know, have a happy life, so you you can have a happy wife and a happy 
kid and a happy friends and a happy place. Yeah. I'm in business. And it's prioritizing things. Like, I don't know how you feel about this, but like, growing up as an athlete, I have to have a certain amount of athleticism in my day, no matter what. You have to have a certain amount of music in your day, I assume. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And so, like, that has to be there for me to be a good husband. And then I have to be driving for something better every day to be a good husband. Mm-hmm. There's times when my wife would be like, can you go to the gym and come back in a better mood? Because I know you need that, right? right. And it's like, how do you balance that stuff now? Man, it's now I'm, that's my main concern with myself, man. Like, balancing, finding time to, to be, uh, I mean, self-care is, is, a, is my number one on my list when I wake up and I read something. It's like, take care of yourself. How long has this been, business been open now? Six weeks. Okay. So, I mean... How long have you been working on it? A year. A year. I, August last year. Yeah, so 12, 13 months. So, you're in year number one. You're in a stage where it's supposed to be like this, right? Yeah, right? it, it like, is supposed you to be like that. that. Yeah. I accept that. Yeah. I totally understand that this is what it needs to be done. Yeah. But it's coming to a place that if I don't fix self-care, everything will crash. Exactly. You know, you have to do that. Yeah. And I realize, you know... But you can see take, how people do something like this and their relationships break down and their body breaks down and their mind breaks down because exactly but then coming from where you are you have that discipline from being a musician can you apply that to this like i need to practice this Mm -hmm. to get to this oh yeah i mean discipline of yeah you have to yes absolutely okay you know being prepared being i mean being on time all those things that you need to well i saw that was one of your mottos right it's like Always be on time and always smile. And every time I've met you or seen you, you've been smiling, number one. Try to be on time. And then when you have a lot of things going on, it's hard to be on time, but you understand the value of being on I time. Do. It's just like, you said that was one of the secrets to your success, right? Yeah. It's like people know they can rely on you. Right. And when you show up, you're gonna brighten the, whatever room you're in. You're right. not gonna come in there and then it, be negative, right? Right. And then is that the kind of way you choose people to be around? Oh yeah. Yes. So what's the what's the key to the people that are around you now? Uh positive attitude is number one dude. And that's, so that says that a lot. Takes you, that right? takes any you can do anything with that dude. Yeah. Positive attitude, positive energy, you can you can shape anything however you want with that. You know, you can, I mean, that's, with that comes with being humble, comes, comes being mm-hmm. honest, right? Yeah. Because positivity carries all that. Yeah. And so if you're training somebody and you're being positive, maybe the, if you're not in that mood and you don't, don't like expose that energy to them, mm-hmm. then, then that person doesn't accept that information that way, right? Yeah. If I'm training somebody here, yeah. Or if I'm training somebody in the truck, right? But if I come here in a bad mood and I am mad because they don't do that, dude, that's ignored energy. That's mm-hmm. nobody's. It's it's not usable. Yep. You know, it's just wasted time. Right. So that's I think that's the main thing you've got to keep focused on. I mean, when you're trying to do this, yeah, you're dealing with 25 people, 30 yeah. people. Keep it positive. Still relay the message that you need to relay to the employees or whatever or to your friends or to, but if you don't do it that way, it doesn't, it doesn't go further, man. It doesn't go 
ahead mm-hmm. you just stay stuck yeah and it's a problem that becomes a loop and then you're wasting your time and energy on that. right yeah so talk to me about um failure every day there's failure mm-hmm. you just gotta fix it and go through it how do you see failure like what not even necessarily here but like in your life what have been the things that have have you because for me experiences of failure have been what I think have shaped me the most failure is growth it's part of life man you gotta get through it fix it and go yeah and it I mean just can you think of any big ones that like could have either broken you or could have you know changed the direction but you were like no this is where I learned so many dude yeah I mean so many do you think that's why you can then go and do things like this this is why you can open this because you've gone through that failure so you're like well hey I gotta just go yes so yeah absolutely that's what shapes you right yeah yeah well, come on you gotta tell me one yeah oh, you got man. me interested now alright uh, the, you know, I'll share a family experience here mm-hmm. with you. My dad was an outstanding man, and he uh, he went through deep depression when I was between like nine and fourteen years old. And you know, I saw my mom and my dad's marriage break down. My mom is an awesome mom. My dad's an incredible dad, and they, we had an incredible family. Mm-hmm. We still do, but at that moment. Things broke down where, and my, my, my two brothers were away, and I was kind of holding it down there with them. So I saw that happen in front of my eyes for four years, five years. You know, my dad literally couldn't get up on the bed. Mm-hmm. So you have to become a man. You know, you have to become the man of the house at that moment to, to do anything. You know, to go get groceries, to go help your mom, to start working. You know, I started working when I was 13 yeah. in a, a candy store to help out and to, to, you know, be a man in the house. You shape yourself that way. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you just become a drug addict or whatever else. Yeah. Whatever the other option is available in front of you, right? Yeah. So, I mean, part of being shaped to the right side is because of the family that I had before and the support that I had before. You yeah. Know? But failure, I'd say that's a, that's a failure that happened in the family. That was a, the biggest one, I'd say. And but from it taught 13. you so much about work ethic, about you got to keep going. Like you could sit and be like, "Well, Dad's supposed to be doing this." Yeah, and my dad was the hardest working man and the most honest man I've ever met. And you he know? just hit a wall. He just hit a wall. He it's part of his life. His life, right? But when you're 13 to 18, going through that, it's like, dude, why me? Right. Right. Well, yeah, it's why my me. But it's also like, that, yeah. dude, I gotta fix this, you know? And you fix it, and you get through the other side. And you look at your friends, you're like your friends have a great life, and they're like, wow, but these guys are like kind of immature, you know, yeah, yeah. at that point, yeah. five years later. Yeah. So I think that was the biggest shaping thing that happened for sure. Yeah. And it stays with me today. I mean, I mean, when I opened the shop too, all the stuff that my dad taught me before that, when I was working with him, dude, all with me, you know, and it, I tell him every day when I talk to him, he's like, man. Remember when he taught me how to count the cash mm-hmm. and put this together and organize the fridge and all that. The little things that he shaped me that I had no idea that was going to come back. And so do you feel like this now is kind of like a tribute to him? 
part part of it for sure. And I, I mean, it's gonna be a thing for my sons, right? It's like a cycle of life yeah. that we're kind of trying to yeah, help yeah. each other out. And what did you learn about you know depression and things like that when when you he was going through that? I uh, learned to not think about it and not go down that. You know, there's dude, there's. If you want to be depressed, you can't get depressed. It's just go find the negative things in life and focus on that, and you're gonna get depressed. Yeah. Just stay away from that. Especially fix it and go. Especially as a business owner, right? Because it's all yeah. on you. There's every no, day something happens. It's or the beauty of not having your own business is that, and I think it's a lot of people get that way is they can blame someone else. Oh, the boss, the fucking boss, made me do this. Mm -hmm. Oh, but when it's your business. It's always your fault, no matter mm -hmm. what happens. So you can take that and be like, every day, it's my fault. Mm -hmm. um, it can get on you, right? But if you're like, well, what's, what's the worst that happened that day? Is it that serious? Mm -hmm. Okay, we keep moving on. Right. What's exactly. the positive today? You have a staff meeting, somebody can't show up. They don't show up. You're like, them for not showing up. But then you're like, look who did show up, right? And it's how you phrase it to yourself, exactly. right? It's like, well, one person out of eight didn't show up, but seven out of eight did. Right. So it's what not, am I going to do? Be pissed at the one, right. or am I going to respond and make exactly. the seven out of eight the people that I want to be around? Right. You don't. You don't focus on that. That customer that came in. And that you know. You don't focus on the fridge being broken. Focus on that customer that came in and said, "Dude, I love your spot. This right. coffee's great." Mm -hmm. You know, and that's what. That really is awesome, man. Yeah. The the meeting of the people from the construction before we open to opening and meeting the customers and meeting the staff, I mean, meeting great people. I met, I made friends already. You know, I know that I'll be friends with these guys for a while, man. Yeah. You know, it's not forever. That is the point. So that is the point. So what is it? Like, is it just accepting? How do you, because it, it's not being delusional, right? It's because like, the fridge is always going to be fucking broke. Yeah, oh. Something going to break. And like, as you know, like I listen to a lot of different speakers, like, Somebody, something bad's gonna happen. Like someone's gonna die, or someone's gonna, and you have to like that can't define you, right? When you have a business and you have people around you, someone's always gonna fuck up. So if your emotions are like this, based on someone fucking up, then you're always in tune to them. But if you're just like, well, I gotta live this way no matter what happens. When did you learn that? Do you think? Because I think I'm only I'm just learning, learning that. that. Right. I'm only just learning that. Yeah. Yes. I'm still on the. There are days that man. Yeah. I'm I'm still on the roller coaster, but I'm realizing that that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. I mean, gotta be just yourself and stay steady. It's also an example for whoever's working with you, right? Yeah. You don't want to be the guy that's stressed out and mad and angry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. You don't want that your place to look like that at mm. all. Not at all. That's the last thing I want, man. Yeah. The first thing I want is people to feel happy and good here. So you need to be that so, and lead by example so everybody that's in here is the same way, right? So, I mean, to me what you're saying is like that's the, that's the first point of leadership in an organization is that you, no matter what, are the same person every day. So like when you walk in here, they're like, the boss is here. <laughs> this is good. Not, fuck. Gosh, right. what, Trying to wrong. do that. Yes. Yeah. But like that's, that is tough when you yes. look at them and they're like, all they have to do is come in and work today. They don't understand. I got this. The fridge is broken. I got to pay this guy. This. Right. Oh man, I got to post on social media. I got to. Right. But if you keep putting, it's easy to go that way, right? It is. It's easier to 
it's not easy to choose that way because it's depressing, right? But if you can go the other way and force a smile, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and then the it fixes difference. itself, right? Yeah. Come on in. Okay. Oh no, you good? You can order yeah. right there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, but that's that is true, man. Yeah. All right. So the thing that I like, I we might have covered this a little bit before, but like, why? Why you? Why you? Why do you deserve to have a place like this? Why? Why did you go for it? Why did I go for why it? Why do you think you can? Because I can. It's that simple. I can do it. I can take it. I yeah. can do it. And has there been any moments when you question that? I don't question that. Yeah. That is never a question. Yeah. You got to be sure that you can do it. Where does that come from? Do you think? I have no idea, dude. Is that just life experience? Is that, does that come from literally being 13 years old? And it's like, exactly. you're the man of the house now. And you don't have a choice. You got sisters, brothers, people around. Yes, and then absolutely. And comes from that. Snowballing into that. Nothing else. else has been as close as ours to that. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah. If I can take that, I can do that. Yeah. If I didn't have that experience, I wouldn't be sitting here with you right now. I'm confident of that. And when you were in that, how did you act? When I was in that situation? Yeah. Did you still know that you were going to live up here? Or was it still like, did you think like, man, this might be I it? I don't know. I mean, I was 15, you know. I don't know. I wanted to be a musician. I wanted to do well. I wanted to be successful. But, you know, at that moment, I was just trying to juggle the family situation. Do you think you got through that because you had that, though? What if you didn't have the musician thing? Yeah, you're right. I mean, I could have... Yeah, music music and the family, for sure. Music and family and... My family's incredible, man. It's like... And my wife and her wife's family, too. We are matched in that sense where our family support is incredible. Yeah. But, yes, music was definitely a part of it. Because the goal... If I, didn't, if I didn't... If that time that I was feeling frustrated, if I wasn't playing music or listening to music at the, those days, yeah. I mean... I don't know, man. I could have right. been doing something else. You That's know? it. Because I remember I had the worst jobs to support this dream. You know, it was like I'd be working all over the place. Yeah. And uh, I'd have some of the worst jobs. I'd be working, you know, in painting houses, landscaping. And then at the end of the day, still three hours of training. Three hours of training in the morning before I went to these places. Mm -hmm. Because of that goal. And now, as I get into this, it's like, this is what I do. Right, that's what right? you wanted to do. In yeah, this place. is no... And so now, I remember one big moment for me was, I had the basketball academy running, and I had the gym open at the same time, and I was going to try and do both. And it was literally 5 a.m. coach class, all the way till 9 a.m. 9 a.m., go pick up the academy players, take them to the gym, work them out for five hours. Two o'clock, come back uh, to the gym, I work out. 5 o'clock till 7.30, coach, 8 o'clock till 9 o'clock, business, 9 till 10, website, everything else has to be done. You know what I mean? And for six months it was that. And I remember one time Lauren looking at me and I looked like you do now, <laughs> exhausted, <laughs> bags under my eyes. And she looked at me and she said, are you okay? You know, literally like, are you okay? Right. And I was like, the only reason I'm okay is because I know it would break most people. Right, exactly. So, I'm good. 
Because right. I look and I'm like, I don't know anybody that could handle this right now. Right. And fuck, I'm gonna handle this. Yes. You know? Yes. And so like when you were with your family in that point, it was like, most of these kids won't do this. They won't go work in a candy shop to... No. No, absolutely not. So that's how I know now this is gonna be, no matter what happens here, you'll find a way. Exactly. Right? And is that how you feel? Yeah, all the time. That's a constant right there. Yeah. The confidence that this is gonna work is... Never there, Not even a question. It's yeah. gonna work. Until... Dude, it's gonna work. I don't, I don't, I can't even say it out loud that's not gonna work. Right. I, it, it was never a thing that's like, oh, it's not gonna work. No, it's gonna work. And where, where's the dream now? Where do you see it going next? Oh, man. I just want people to sit here and have fun and have a good time, get off their phones and talk to each other, share meals, share coffee, share drinks, mm-hmm. and get out of here and feel inspired by something. Yep. If it's one of the records they found or somebody else that was sitting here and they started talking to the manager, the owner, the the kitchen guy, the, whatever it is. Yeah. Something that inspires them to do something cool and fun or if they are inspired by opening a coffee shop, hell yes. Mm-hmm. I'll be there to support them. Right. You know, like whatever it, it'll be to inspire them, I'm, that's what it, this is about, you know. If I can do it, you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Well, I mean, so I just want to basically end it just by you know talking about you for a minute like I met you um, two three months ago and to see what you've created here I think is incredible Um, thanks man I think we have a very similar vision of what we want to create it's not about money we want to create a business that sustains itself but it provides something to the community right and Mm -hmm. this is a place where the moment you walk in, your personality is all over the place. You Man, know, it's, it's good like to hear that, for real. everybody that, the staff, everybody that is the same, they care about the coffee as much as they care about saying hello, right? And I think the hello sometimes is more important than the coffee. Absolutely. And it is more important. Everybody that meets you feels that same way. You make people feel like you're friends right away, you know? And uh, with That's that cool. attitude, I just, I think whatever you do next is gonna be amazing and I hope that I'm along for the journey at some point with you. Like whatever whatever we can do together, I mean you I know so. when you've met someone that is gonna be in your life for a while, right? And That's you're right. part of my circle, like that would mean a lot to me just to have you around. So yeah. same here. Great to we know that great to chat and thanks for teaching me how to make my new favorite yeah, drink. Yeah, you can make it at home now. I'm gonna make it at home. That's yeah. right. No, I'm gonna come here. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I make it? Yeah, Imagine man. you come in, I'm just behind the bar. <laughs> hey, Rafa, what are you doing? I'm yeah. making myself a drink. Make it. You told me how to make it. <laughs> Charge me half price. <laughs> cool, man. Well, thank Good. you. Yeah, thank and you, I man. appreciate you. Blast. And I can't wait to keep working with you. So. Appreciate it. I, me too. Thanks, I will man. learn a lot just talking with you. Good. I, it's I always a learning too. experience. Yeah, that's what I'm here. That's what I'm trying to do. Let's figure man. out how, what makes you special and how I can apply it to my business. And, I appreciate you. Well, come back more often. Nice. Let's just chat without this. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, bro. Come on. Thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah. That was good. Thank you so much for listening to Learning from Leaders. I hope you learned a lot from this episode. I feel like I'm getting a little bit better at these conversations. I hope you agree. And if you do, please, please, please leave me a review. Uh, Leave me some comments, some feedback. Let me know what you think. 
What a cool guy Rafa is. If you're in Atlanta, go to his place. Go get a Caprina. Enjoy the atmosphere. There's always live music. And he is so cool. And um, catch you next time. If there's anything you need from me, you know where to get me, anoxley.com or at anoxley on all social media. See you.